Well, good morning, everyone, and it's great to be with you again. Uh, I want to continue a series that I began several weeks ago about the God we didn't see coming. And uh, I guess the whole thought behind this series is I I think that many people, uh, if they get to the point where they reject God or dismiss God, I think that they are actually rejecting or dismissing their own image of who they perceive God to be, maybe more than who God really is. And at times that's even been the fault uh, of the church in the way that we've projected a certain image of who God is, how God is, how he behaves and acts. And so I've wanted to do this series to, to zero in uh, on the book of Hebrews and, uh, and a very clear picture of who God is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ. And of course, this has been God's whole intent. Part one, we looked at Jesus as the final word or the the final revelation of God to humankind. Uh, In part two, we looked at Jesus as one of us, the incarnation and us being able to relate to God uh, as not distant, not far away, but very close to us and understanding us, having identified with us and experienced so much of human pain. Uh, This week, I want to look at a whole concept of faithfulness. He is faithful, uh, which, you know, is not necessarily standard human experience. Uh, I know for myself, I've been let down. All of us could say that at times. People have promised things, haven't followed through. As a matter of fact, you know, our family has a saying where if someone doesn't follow through, particularly on, um, on meeting up, you know, I'll meet you downtown, we'll have a coffee, and then well, you get that phone call saying, uh, sorry, can't make it, which is often code for I got a better offer. Uh, we would use the term I got dogged. I, I don't know whether anyone else relates to that, but it was like I got dogged, I got dropped in a sense. But the fact is, whatever you call it, We've all felt it. We've all felt sort of the pain of being in a relationship that over-promises and under-delivers in some way. And so uh, I think when it comes to faithfulness, sometimes we can struggle to really uh, embrace that concept. I think we certainly can find it hard to apply even to God. If you can't apply it to people you do see, it can be hard to apply to a God that you don't see. And whether it's been friends at school, whether it's been maybe even in a marriage relationship between husband and wife or between parent and child, and there's been disappointment, there's been a sense of people not following through, not being able to be trusted. Maybe even you've experienced it uh, with leadership somewhere in life. And that's really difficult because leadership is such a, a, a trusted position. And I think for many... Trust may have been eroded to to a point where they struggle to go forward in life because trust is what helps us get into our future. To to move forward in life, we've got to take steps into the unknown and we need to have trust for that. And yet if trust has been eroded, we tend to lean back out of life rather than leaning into life. It's almost like we we, we can be expecting the worst of people. We can be expecting the worst of life. And that's why I want to look at the book of Hebrews today. And we want to look at the character of Jesus Christ. In Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, holy brethren, 
And that's addressing us. And, and don't be freaked out by that. Here, holy does not necessarily mean perfect. It means set apart for a special purpose. And the writer of Hebrews addresses us and says, Holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and high priest of our confession or of what we believe. Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses was also faithful in all his house. And here it's talking about Jesus being faithful to the calling that that God had for him. And it compares Jesus' faithfulness with the faithfulness of that early Hebrew leader, Moses. So here's a few observations. Uh, The first thing I want to look at is this whole partakers of the heavenly calling thing. What is that? Um, Obviously, it's addressing us. And I don't think just those within the church. This is a call to humanity. Um, that there is something for us to do. God wants our lives to be set apart for a special purpose. Other places in the Bible reveal that as God's desire first to bring wholeness to our lives so that we can be used to bring wholeness to all of his creation, to bring blessing to all the peoples of the earth and reflect the image of our creator in a way that uh, that is a true picture of who he really is. That's what that calling is. And that is massive. We're invited into that. But here the writer of Hebrews is saying Jesus was faithful in that. He is the model. He is the pattern of faithfulness. And and as we move on to that word, faithful means literally in the English dictionary, loyal and steadfast. Uh, In the original Greek, it means worthy of trust. Uh, That's who Jesus is. And interestingly, this audience to this original book, it was a Hebrew audience, a Jewish audience, believed to be written to the people in Jerusalem. And that's why Moses is brought into the picture. There's a comparison here for faithfulness. Because if you remember, uh, Moses was a man set apart, called by God to do something special, And he delivered a nation from slavery. Uh, Not only that, but he did it through tremendous personal cost. And so none of the original hearers were going to question the faithfulness of Moses, even though he didn't enter the promised land himself. His human frailty got in the way. Um, But perfection has never been part of the Bible leaderscape. It's never been a qualifier, but the the willingness to keep going and to follow through has. And here the writer of Hebrews is bringing Moses in to say, you know, none of us would dispute that Moses was faithful to push through the pain and, uh, and, and, you know, do what what he was commissioned to do. And in exactly the same way, the writer of Hebrews saying, that's Jesus. He has pushed through the pain. He has been faithful to the calling and he will continue to be faithful to to his mission and his calling to put lives back together that bring healing to the earth. Now, if we return to to us, if we return to the human side, as I've indicated earlier, faithfulness is not a given in our world. You know, our experiences, we've got to be careful we don't let our experiences shape our image of God. He takes a higher road. 
But, but many of us struggle with that because we, we have been burned in different ways. You know, most of us would know someone who's, uh, who's been hurt in marriage. Some of us maybe uh, have even seen that firsthand with our parents, maybe seeing a marriage break down, maybe, you know, devastatingly even seeing a lack of fidelity or faithfulness within the marriage context. And that's a really difficult thing. Marriage is the most wonderful thing in the world and can be the most painful thing in the world if faithfulness is not maintained. Uh, On another level, we've probably all experienced it when it comes to customer service or uh, a company following through on a product. We've probably all bought something, purchased something that didn't deliver or that delivered for a short time and then broke. And there is that sense of, man, there's just, there's, you know, you can't trust what people say. Uh, when it comes to customer service, I mean, talk about bite the hand that feeds you from, from big banks to small businesses. Uh, you, you experience that and it makes you wary to, to sort of continue business on that level. And against that backdrop, which is human experience, Jesus shines out. He has a faithfulness that even led him very intentionally toward his own death. He was willing to be faithful to death on our behalf, giving his life for us. And 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, the Apostle Paul says this about Jesus. If we are faithless, if we are, in other words, typically human, it's going to happen. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. I, I love the way that the easy English version puts this. This is a translation I've been reading lately. And it's, um, interestingly, it's so simple. It's almost like a, it's written for children. But then when I remember what Jesus said about being like a child, that could be a good thing. And the easy version puts it this way. Even if we no longer trust him, He will still be someone that people can trust. He will always remain true to his nature. I love this. Someone's opinion or response doesn't change who Jesus is. It doesn't change his his nature. So even, you know, the aggressive, shrill new atheist or the disenchanted Christian who believes God has let them down and has turned to cynicism. The fact is, rhetoric, character assassination, those things don't change who Jesus is and who we will be for anyone who reaches out to him. For us personally, in our weakness, he is strong. When our faith falters, his faith carries us. He is faithful to his nature as love, compassion and grace. And so our relationship with God doesn't depend on who we are. It depends on who Jesus is. At the end of the day, human nature will always let us down. Human nature will always have gaps in faithfulness. And that's why it's so important we don't project uh, our character, our nature onto God. He, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are different. He takes a higher moral road. And so we can always depend on him. The whole concept is Jesus is faithful to fill the gaps in my life. The shortcomings in our lives can be fulfilled 
by the faithfulness that Jesus has already displayed and will continue to display towards us. As Philippians chapter 1, 6, uh, 1 verse 6 says, uh, He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. And so you have everything you need to fulfill your holy calling. Uh, even when you struggle, even when you're, you feel like you're in and out, you're hot, you're cold, you might be all over the place. If we could put it this way, there's gaps in your faithfulness. Jesus is it. And uh, his acceptance is always there. His forgiveness is always there. His empowering presence is always there for us to reach out to. You don't need to question whether you're accepted. You are. You don't need to question whether you're called. You are. You don't need to question whether you've, uh, you've wrecked that. You haven't. Because when you're faithless, he is faithful to his nature as saviour and forgiver. Even if you're yet to open your heart to Jesus, you're called. As a matter of fact, I'd encourage you, you can see this message today, these moments right now, as God calling out to you and encouraging you to open your heart to that special purpose that he has for you. So there's no need to question whether he's with you through the ups and downs. His nature does not rise and fall on our opinion of him or even how we handle him. He is simply faithful. So here's some questions for us to maybe apply the message, some things to make us stop and think about his faithfulness and our response to that in our lives. Have I accepted his call to be an agent of transformation in the world? That's the first part of this passage. There's a, there's a calling. We've been set apart for purpose. Have I accepted that? Next question is, do I only see an image of God that reflects a merely human degree of faithfulness? You know, can I, do I trust God sometimes and at other times I'm really not sure whether he's going to come through? Do I lean into his faithfulness or struggle to accept it? Do I struggle to believe that God could be that consistent and that good? And maybe if you do struggle with that, it could be because of other experiences you've had that aren't necessarily connected to God. Do I lean into his provision, into his support for my journey? Do I lean into that faithfulness and say, you know, basically, Jesus, thank you that you're with me through thick, through thin, when things are working, when things aren't, when I'm doing well and when I'm not doing so well, I lean into the support that you give me. I can trust you're always there. You are consistent. You are faithful. You know, if you find yourself struggling with faith, shaken by circumstances, unable to break free of, of issues like offence or, or pride or lust or whatever, if you struggle to overcome rejection or internal pain from the actions of others, even if you don't yet have faith, wherever your life's journey is at, it doesn't change who Jesus is. 
He is faithful. And so I'd really like to pray for us today uh, about God's faithfulness in our life and our response to that. Heavenly Father, I, I just thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the faithfulness that we see displayed by Jesus Christ, who's gone through so much to bring healing, to bring wholeness to us. And he stayed the course. He has never swayed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, according to your word. I thank you for your work in our lives. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Father, no matter what they've come through, no matter what they've been through, no matter what faithlessness they've experienced in their own lives, I pray, Father God, for the confidence to reach out to you and to trust a God who doesn't change, who doesn't sway, but who is faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, and, you know, you might be with us today. And as I've said, I believe that this passage of Scripture is a call not just to people within the church. It's a general call to humanity that God wants to bring wholeness and healing into every heart, every life, and then have that life set apart for a special purpose to bring wholeness and healing to all of our world. And, and maybe you've been on a journey with us possibly even just during this season uh, of church online. And I want to give you the opportunity maybe to put your faith and trust in someone who is faithful. And as I've been speaking about Jesus, you know, if you've been saying, that's what I want, that's what I need, I need someone that I can absolutely trust who will follow through. Friend, I want to encourage you that you have that in Jesus Christ. And so why not just open your heart? Wherever you are, just right now, just open your heart up to Jesus and say, Lord, I trust you. I trust that you are faithful. You're, you're faithful to bring forgiveness in, into my life. You're faithful to bring wholeness into my life. And you, you'll be faithful to empower me to use my life to bring healing to others. You can just reach out to Jesus in your own simple way and, and surrender your heart to him right now. And uh, look, if, you, if you've done that, if that's what you want, then our service pastor online will put a comment up and you can, uh, you can like that comment or you can go to our Connect Hub and connect with us. Uh, let us know that you've made a decision to follow Jesus today and uh, we want to help you in any way that we can. So God bless you. Have a fantastic rest of the week and I hope to see you tonight in our 6pm service.